So I'm doing something special today. I am recording this episode alone without David, and I'm feeling a certain way about it. Um, But that's okay. I want to record and be consistent with these episodes. And today I decided to watch The Favorites, um, starring Rachel Weisz and Emma Stone. And the first time I saw this trailer for this movie, I was all in. David knows that I love, uh, like, books or movies and fiction based on, like, 18th century England. And not for any reason other than I find it really romantic. And I love the tea (laughs) of it all. And when I saw this movie, I was like, hell yeah, like this is what I know. There's a queen and there's these two ladies. One seems to be like intruding on their way of life. And I thought, okay, this is like some good tea. (laughs) So I decided to watch the favorite today on my day off. Um, so yeah, first thoughts, um, what a fucking nightmarish movie. And that's like the first thing that I thought of when I left. I'm like, this is a little nightmarish. Super, like, I think, let me start over. Uh, first impressions out of the movie was, God, what a nightmare. Because when you think about a court or like the royal, a royal house, um, you think it's, really proper or it's kind of based on this servant master kind of culture and lifestyle and this movie really tears it all down right because you see that Rachel Weiss's character had like an infact- infatuation infatuate am I saying that right <laughs> this is where David would correct me um, infatuation <laughs> with Queen Anne. So you see that and you're like, oh shit, like that's obviously not acceptable like in the that period of time or whatever. And so I thought the movie was really interesting because it's like, well, f- it, it was really gritty and kind of messy. Like the tea was messy. <laughs> and um, so that was really cool. It's had um, a lot to unpack, you know, like the queen had some medical issues. I think the whole thing with her leg, um, like she had gout, I think, and she had medical issues. And, and then you see her health just deteriorating throughout the, the I was going to say episode, <laughs> throughout the movie, you just see her getting like visibly you know, visibly, uh, I guess her mobility is, is compromised. You know, you see her in a wheelchair, you see her with like this intricate brace around her torso and around her legs. And then finally, towards the end of one of the last scenes, you see her, and she's kind of drooling and it's clear that like half of her body isn't working. And like, it's, it's sad. And then at one point, she revealed that she revealed to Emma Stone's character, um, Abigail, that she had 17 miscarriages or or a total of 17 children. Either she miscarried or, or they were born and they didn't live so long. So, so basically, like, the queen was really just broken, like, physically, emotionally, 
finding companionship was very like her relationship with both like Rachel Weiss's character and Emma Stone is completely toxic. Like you get that from the beginning. Um, and then like, not only that, she's dealing with all these politics of like a war and I don't know what war exactly they were referencing to. Cause like, hello, like I like, <laughs> I like the history of England in a romantic kind of way. I'm not a history buff, um, although I, I could see myself really getting into that. Anyway, I think it was a war between England and France, but I didn't really understand like who who the guys in wigs were. Like, was that like I, I don't I don't know. Like, she was talking to the court or folks from France. Um, this was very like wordy. I don't know if wordy is the best word for it, but. It was a very, like, political movie. There's a lot of characters, obviously, if you're talking about the court. Um, but, yeah, there, there, that was the kind of background of the whole movie. Like, she's dealing with a war and dealing with who's influencing her at any time. I'm talking about the queen, obviously. But <clears throat> that was interesting. And I think my... When I say nightmarish, I meant, like, just seeing the queen. And, like, I, I don't know that actor's or the actress's name, um, but she was fucking amazing. Like, she was kind of, kind of, like, I haven't seen, like, a woman actress kind of, like, act that way. <laughs> um, hope that makes sense. I'm, like, laughing at myself because... Recording this is revealing things about me. Um, anyway. Um, yeah, so Queen Anne, you feel bad for her throughout the entire movie, but also she was super, like, manipulative. Like, don't know if she was doing that because of love. Um, I gotta see this movie again. I, I liked it a lot, but I liked it, but leaving the theater, I was like, what the fuck? Like, what a... It felt like a nightmare. Like, it wasn't going the way that you'd want it to go. Like, you want the queen to win. You want her to be triumphant. You want her to get the right people in her court. And then you see, like, R Rachel Weiss's character, like, using her a little bit. Not a little bit. She was, like, for sure had her own agenda. And Emma Stone, for, like, she had her own agenda, too. And I don't even think there was a winner there. Like, at the end, I think um, Rachel Weiss's character was like, yeah, like, you think you won? Like, <laughs> you have to deal with the queen now, you know? So that was, that was really cool or interesting. Um, okay, so Rachel Weiss, like, she she's fucking great. Like, I think a lot of us, like a lot of people my age probably grew up watching the mummy <laughs> where she played Evie, the librarian. I was like completely smitten by her, which I was, I'm not, I don't want to talk to my whole gen talk for my whole generation, but I certainly was. So like seeing her in this role and she was a fucking badass. Like the way she was talking to like, <laughs> well, the way she was talking down on others saying like fucking like, you spent all this money on cream. Like, were you fucking using that for your hemorrhoids? <laughs> and she had all these, like, really good comebacks. 
um, an insult that I thought was cool. And plus she looked great. And she, she like her, her favorite pastime is shooting. Um, what a cool character. And I have to say like this weekend, I saw a lot of movies and as you would, um, if you listen to our last podcast, you'll see that, um, that we watched a lot of movies this weekend. So, and I was just thinking while I was watching Good Will Hunting and Creed 2, actually, that I wanted to watch a movie with, it's like, with that kind of depth and character, but not from a male, from a female. Like, I want to see women, like, I want to see women be shitty or, or have, like, emotional depth and, and, and have these come complicated relationships with each other and and I got that from seeing the favorite I mean the kinds of relationships between the two I think anyone with a best friend or a boyfriend or or someone who shares like a deep companionship with another like could relate to feeling jealousy you know when someone else comes by um so that kind of conjured up a lot of shittiness (laughs) the best way I could explain it um so like I wanted to see that and it's cool to see a movie out now you know that that just puts it all out there and um I thought that was cool to see and I think that the craft of being an actor and kind of being able to like take Emma Stone for example for in this movie she she had this a very broad broad range of emotions and and levels to how she was trying to influence people in this movie and i think seeing that kind of depth was important for important to be on screen because it's like yeah like actors could do this and and these women can do it and i definitely got that from this movie right it was cool to see um so would I recommend seeing this movie absolutely I do I thought it was a cinematic feat like cinematography was crazy like there was a fisheye lens that was being used you know like and and uh, it, it looked so cool and I I thought that was great. I, I like that. Um, I'm trying to, I kind of want to watch it again. Cause I, I, I certainly want to see how that was being used at first. I thought the fisheye was like Emma Stone's perspective, but I'm, I don't know. I'm not sure just from the first viewing. Um, but I really, I really liked it. I liked how like witty and quick or quick witted, I think is the right word for, um, Rachel Weiss's character, that was a joy to watch, just seeing her kind of like, you know, this cross dialogue and her, the way that she talks to the queen, the way she talks to Emma, and like, like I said earlier, the way she talks to like servants, um, and the men, like the way she, she addressed men in the film was, was a sight to be seen. Like if, if you, if you see this movie for any other reason, it should be for, their performance. So like I said, the craft is important. Um, 
So yeah, that's that's what I thought of the movie. I, I really enjoyed it. I would definitely see it again. Um, I feel like at this point I have to see it again because I really want to unpack it. Um, I enjoyed it a lot. And David, I can't wait for you to see it so we could talk about it. Um, but yeah, I think the next movie we have on our plate to watch is the new um, Fantastic Beasts movie, which we had reservations for over the weekend, but we canceled it. Um, reviews don't look pretty hot, so I don't feel bad about canceling it, but I will see it and I will record a podcast. Anyway, go see The Favorite. Um, highly recommend. It's beautiful looking. Uh, the three, you have three actresses who are just phenomenal and it's the tea is good (laughs) the tea is scalding in this movie so please watch it um i'll catch you guys later